0: or go to FailYourWay.com for more info. Now back to the show. Make no mistake. If you're an author, you're an entrepreneur. You're selling the world on your book, aren't you? Of course, it's not as easy as launching a business and then tossing any old book up on Amazon. That's why I help entrepreneurs publish books on the specific topic and in the specific way that will launch or grow their businesses. Welcome to Entrepreneur Publishing Academy with your professor, Anna David. Hi there, you're listening to Entrepreneur Publishing Academy with your teacher and host, Anna David. You know what I do. I talk to entrepreneurs. I talk to bestselling authors. We talk about how a book can help build a business or grow a business or even launch a business. So today I'm talking to somebody who's already got a very big business going, and yet he still needed a plan for how to best use that business to use the book, to build up this already successful business. His name is Robert Sykes, and I'm proud to say we, as in Legacy Launchpad, uh, are releasing this week his book on ketogenic bodybuilding. And make no mistake, if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I'm not into bodybuilding, are you into health? Because his book has tips for you. This is general tips. We don't need to be into bodybuilding to get healthier. Am I right? Um, he's a natural ketogenic bodybuilder. He's an entrepreneur, the CEO and founder of Keto Savage, a health and fitness company that offers coaching, training, nutrition. He's also the founder of Keto Brick. He's got that company with his wife. They produce ketogenic meal replacement bars. Yes. What we talked about in this episode is a couple strategies, uh, like releasing the first three chapters of the audiobook on his already popular podcast um bringing readers into onto his mailing list with a download and teasing out and getting feedback on his upcoming online program those are the gems if you would like a br- uh, see the show notes for this episode and get links to his book which you should just go buy go to legacylaunchpadpub.com/blog/robert slash and now I give you robert Sykes. Robert, such a pleasure. Um, I haven't seen you since our very first conversation uh, before we were working together. Yeah, so, it's been
1: a while. It's been a while. So it's good to be here, though.
0: I'm so glad you're here. I was just telling you how much my team has just loved working with you. Um, so, so let's get into it. Tell me why you decided to do a book now and how it plays into your business plan.
1: Yeah. So I actually technically wrote a book way back in 2016 when I first started the ketogenic diet. And, you know, I promoted that. I I read a bunch of ebook, you know, distribution things on online, figured I knew what I was doing and launched that into the ether. And I I didn't sell any copies. Um, And it honestly wasn't even a good book. Like I I read it now and I have to kind of like grimace, like I don't even want to take claim to it. Um, But with this one, this has been, I've been working on this one for over two years. I basically wrote it I started it before the pandemic and the end of 2019, when I did my last competition prep and wrote it through 2020 and 2021. And rather than trying to do everything myself, I just decided to hire the big guns. So that's, that's where you came in. And mm-hmm. uh, I, feel, I feel good about it. And I feel proud of it. And I feel like it's going to be a great resource for people.
0: And so you're, when you wrote that other book, the goal was to have it build your business. What, what was the goal then? And what is the goal now? <laughs>
1: Yeah, so when I, when I wrote that first one, like that was before I had an Instagram account. That was before I had a podcast. I had zero audience. So I was, you know, watching how to make money online YouTube videos. And everybody's like, you got to have an ebook or something at that time. So that's what I was, you know, bound and determined to do. So I wrote the book. I wrote that book in two months. It was just very, very surface level. Um, but that was like, I was all hyped up because I had just started doing the ketogenic diet and it was working really well for me. And I just wanted to get that information out there. Um, but I didn't have a clue what I was doing. and I had nobody to sell to, no organic audience whatsoever, no credibility in the space whatsoever. So with this one, I, I'm not even like, I don't know what I could expect to gain from a financial standpoint from it, maybe nothing. Uh, but at the end of the day, as long as I'm getting the information out there and more people are you know, privy to the information that has profoundly impacted my life in a positive way, it's, it's, worth, it's worth its weight in gold for me. And I feel like it'll help from a credibility standpoint. I speak at a bunch of conferences anyways, but being able to have a book behind my name, I think will also be advantageous.
0: Well, I think that's lovely. And I'm telling you, you, can't, you will not believe the financial impact it will have. And not one of those pennies will come from book sales. I say this till I am proverbially, not a word, blue in the face. <laughs> you know, I don't like, I believe everybody If you have a business can make back at least 10 times, if not 100 times what your investment is, if you're strategic about it, having speaking careers, having coaching, all of those things. But I mean, I think it's lovely that that you just want to get the information out there and your your information's a bit controversial in your community. Is that true? I think
1: it's probably a fair statement. Like I don't intend to be controversial. I don't really set myself up to be controversial. I don't want to be a contrarian just for the sake of being a contrarian, but the traditional, you know, view towards bodybuilding and, and dieting towards bodybuilding is all, you know, very heavily weighted in relying on carbohydrates as the primary fuel source. There's not a whole lot of bodybuilding circles that really talk about the ketogenic diet from a bodybuilding standpoint. Um, so that's what's worked, has, has worked really well for me. So I just wanted to get that information out there to others that I think it could also work very well for. And I'm not here to say that, you know, my way is the best way. There's a lot of different ways to skin a cat, as the saying goes, but I feel like there's a huge demographic out there that would benefit from the removal of the carbohydrates and having a viable alternative such as this would be good for them.
0: So let's talk about your launch plans. You, how, how did you gather people to be a part of your launch squad, just from your followers? Did you ask friends? How did that work?
1: Yeah. So I do a, like I've done ever since 2016, a weekly newsletter. I call it seven set Sunday, where I send out a motivational quote. It'll be like an exercise tip, a supplement that I'm trying out something of that nature. So I just simply emailed that list with a Google form link to be a part of the launch squad. And that filled up pretty quickly. And I also put it in, you know, one of my Facebook groups. And uh, that was pretty much the extent to my, you know, generating people for that.
0: And obviously, what's amazing about that is that they're interested in the topic. And I will tell you what Amazon loves for uh, the algorithm's sake is a a history of that reader having a history of buying books and products on that topic. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a mistake a lot of people make with their advanced reader team or launch squad is they get like, mom dad like you know cousin who's never bought a book on keto and has a history of buying romance novels and and then that can really screw up the algorithm um so what else are you planning for the launch are you what are you doing in regards to your podcast because i have an idea if you haven't planned it already
1: i'm totally open to suggestions but i do have a pretty popular podcast i think as at this point, I've got over two and a half million downloads, which is pretty cool. Amazing. Um, so definitely want to market that pretty heavily on the podcast. And the cool thing about my podcast is I don't do any type of sponsorships on the podcast. So I'm never just continually selling to my, my people. Uh, so whenever I say something, I feel like they're, they're more keen to take note of it. Uh, so the book I've been kind of hyping up for a while and I excited about that. Uh, but one thing I'm super excited about is we have another company called Keto Brick, uh, which is in the book as well, um, but I think I'm thinking I'm going to buy like 500 copies, you know, hardcover copies. Sign all those copies, and then do like a brick book bundle, and then send that to my email list uh, for the food product, the keto brick, and then see if I can you know drive some more traffic that way.
0: Love it. Now here's another idea. Are you doing an audiobook?
1: Uh, yeah, I haven't you know recorded that yet, but I definitely intend to do an audiobook.
0: Well, if this would motivate you to record it quickly. What I recommend is releasing three chapters of the book as in your podcast feed. So say today's episode is actually me reading an excerpt of my book. And therefore, you're not only doing promotion directly for your book. It's a lot, it's a lot different than just saying, hey, go buy my book, which people probably will. But, but sort of giving them that the, the cheese that leads them to the trap of buying the book is they're actually going to be hearing it. But we like couldn't. That. I know, but we probably couldn't do it before your launch, but you can do it after lunch because this is the key point is the launch doesn't end launch week. You get to launch this. You get to promote this for as long as you want. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I'm all about that. So you would recommend recording like the first three chapters, each one being like a one-off podcast episode to drive traffic to the current scheduled release date.
0: Well, yeah. If you have time, our releases this, this month, it, by the uh- way, You, you who are listening, the book is actually out this week, you know, a little peek behind the curtain. We're recording this week, this early, but, but if you could get it done before then, you could just get the first three chapters done. Are you going to record it right there in your studio?
1: I could. Yeah. I mean, the, I've got the setup here, so I could record, I mean, I could definitely record a chapter or two to kind of hype it up for sure.
0: I think so. Since you have this feed where two and a half million people have already, or two and a half million downloads um, you, you've got people right there who want to hear this information. So that's what I would recommend. Um, so tell me about this idea of buying the hardcover copies and sending it out with your product. Would you sell that as something or could just give it as a bonus? That's a kind of expensive bonus on your part.
1: Yeah, no, I would bundle it. So like right now we have like a variety pack of all the flavors of the keto bricks and that's seven bricks. So I could put one of the books in with that and then charge a little bit more than that, but it'd still be a, a cheaper rate than buying each separately. Um, that way I can kind of leverage the audience that I have with the food product and and point them towards the book as well. Because at the end of the day, the food product, the bricks, were born out of my endeavors as body, as a ketogenic bodybuilder. So they kind of go hand in hand.
0: Well, and so, and so what else in terms of your one-on-one coaching? Is that a big part of your business?
1: Uh yeah, it's a pretty good part. I mean, I I have I've always had clients have done clients for I don't know, five years now. Uh, So that's a big part of the business. Plus, it just keeps me sharp as a coach and kind of on the cutting edge with regard to the nutritional manipulation. So I'm a big advocate for the coaching as well.
0: Now, do you have a plan in place to use the book to get, you know, I don't know, you probably have a long line of people who want to coach with you, but to get more clients or set up a group coaching or something like that?
1: Yeah, I think it'll definitely bode well for, you know, generating more clients. I also am in the works of building out a complete comprehensive online course that kind of accompanies the book principles uh, that'll probably release. My my wife's due in May. So I'd love to have that done before she's due uh, so that I've got time to do everything. Um, But I'd love to kind of have that accompany the book and they kind of go hand in hand.
0: Congratulations. Yes. Give birth to the course before giving birth to the kid is a good philosophy. Well, here's something we can do. I don't know if we're already planning to put a QR code in your book, but what we need to, if we're not already planning that, do you have um, a lead magnet that you're, you're planning to take people to from the book?
1: Yeah. So one of the, the sections in the book, I, I tell people they can use this free spreadsheet for tracking their weight, their macros, and pretty much everything that I use with my clients. And then I have that going to available for free download at ketogenicbodybuilding.com. So when people read the book, go to that website to get the free spreadsheet. Uh, I'll be able to collect their email addresses there.
0: So what I would do also is say, um, you know, is let them know, tease out the the course. It's also going to keep you accountable for finishing it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to have a course on this available in April. Uh, You know, just kind of mention it to to tease it. It's kind of like, I don't know if you've ever read Jeff Walker's book, uh, Launch. Have you ever read that?
1: I feel like I've read that. I think that sounds really familiar.
0: I'm rereading it right now. Because I have a tendency to read books and forget every single thing that is in them, which is, you know, a wonderful quality for a publisher. Sorry, I just read so much. But I learned this new way of reading where you underline and people who are going to buy Robert's book keep this in mind. You go through and you underline rather than just leaving it at that. You then go to the front cover, the inside front flap, and you wrote down the page that you underlined and why you underlined it. Then in the back of the book, you write the page number and the action you're going to take as a result of what you read. Oh my God. So I am rereading launch and suddenly I'm actually understanding and going to apply. It. Anyway, your your plan that we've just kind of come up with, with teasing it out there is the perfect following jeff walker's launch i will send you that book because because it's basically about the pre-launch is you get people excited and you ask them what they want in it now you probably have a good idea of your audience you already know what they want in it but 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 maybe there are things you want to put in your program that you don't know yet and they're going to tell you and then they have ownership over it because they've contributed to it and it makes them that much more incentivized
1: I'm all for that. I'll definitely, I'll definitely be putting those steps into practice.
0: Anna here. Now, are you an entrepreneur who wants to write and publish a book about your own failures turned successes? Well, good news. That's what my company, Legacy Launchpad, does. Find out more at LegacyLaunchpadpub.com. That's LegacyLaunchpadpub.com. Now, should you do a book, you ask? I think so. Why? Because you're worth it. Now back to the show. I love it. So I would love to tell my audience your history, who you are, who is this wonderful man um, with this wonderful book. So tell me about your history, how you got into bodybuilding, the whole thing. All
1: right. So high level view, basically. Um, I I started working out when I was a junior in high school. I was 115 pounds, super scrawny. And i Bulked up to 230 pounds, and I was following the traditional, you know, bro dieting approach—eating a bunch of food, six, seven meals a day, chicken, broccoli, rice, kind of deal. Um, and then I cut down for my first competition in 2012. Lost 80 pounds in 12 weeks. Won the show, but totally destroyed my health in the process. I had all kinds of disordered eating habits after that, um, and just kind of spiraled out of control for two or three years thereafter. Did a few more shows, but knew there had to be a better way of going about it. Uh, so I kind of stumbled upon the ketogenic diet by accident before it was really popularized. Uh, and I started doing that back in 2015 and that was able to kind of pretty well heal my disordered eating tendencies. Um, I kind of got a better relationship with my, my food and my performance only improved, which was kind of contrast to what everybody was saying would happen. Um, so I decided I'm just going to do a bodybuilding show with a ketogenic approach just to see if it was possible. Uh, Lo and behold, it was possible. I earned my pro card in 2017 with a fully ketogenic approach. And since then, I've pretty much just been putting out as much content as I can around the topic. Um, I've been asked to speak at conferences, wrote the book. I've got a YouTube channel, podcast, all the different content mediums. Um, I was just super passionate about getting this message out there. There's a lot of dietary dogma out there, and I don't ever want to fall into those traps. But there's been so much of a profound benefit in my life in removing all the processed carbohydrates and sugars and just cleaning up my nutrition. And the more people that I've seen come through that path and just totally improve their health, like reverse type two diabetes, have a better relationship with food, lose a hundred plus pounds like that. That's highly motivating for me. So being a a small piece of the puzzle that's helped them do that is has what's given my, my life purpose and meaning right there.
0: Tell me about this Keto Savage that you're known as. What does that mean exactly?
1: Yeah, so when I was uh, coming up with brand names way back in the day, 2015, I guess, I had like a piece of paper of all the different potential names. Um, And Keto Savage just kind of stuck with me because prior to bodybuilding and fitness and nutrition, my first passion was Native American history. So like all the savage is kind of a a negative connotation there, but just all the Native American history. And and honestly, you just kind of returning to this primal, primitive State. I feel like we've all got this primitive nature within us to, you know, excel in things, but we oftentimes don't believe in ourselves enough to do so. And for me, the ketogenic diets pretty much is to return to what we had been eating previously. So it all kind of goes together. Uh, plus, savage just kind of sounds pretty cool. So
0: Oh, it sounds so badass. And so tell me about the decision. Did you always know you, the book was going to have the same title? Or, or was that something you decided during the process?
1: Yeah. So like way back in the day, I, I, I bought, you know, the domains for Keto Savage uh, and I bought the domains for ketogenicbodybuilding.com, keto body. I bought a whole, whole bunch of domains, but ketogenic bodybuilding as a brand would have been too hard to like, you know, have a brand around because it's just too generic. Anybody can really do that. Um, and I didn't really want it to become exclusive in the sense that you know, only I can be the ketogenic bodybuilder. I want everybody to do it. So Keto Savage seemed much more brand worthy, but I knew I was going to write a book and create content specifically around ketogenic bodybuilding. So I, I wanted to have that kind of my back pocket for when the book came out.
0: So wait, so but let's go back to the scrawny 118 pound. Kid. Where were you growing up?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm in Arkansas. So pretty much grew up in Arkansas here.
0: And did you know when you said, "Hey, I don't want to be this. I want to bulk up"? Did you have any idea that was going to lead to bodybuilding? Was that something that you knew from the beginning?
1: I knew that I was pretty passionate about the sports pretty early on. Like as soon as I was able to see changes in my physique and just felt better, I had more confidence. And I mean, that that was the first thing in my life where I I put forth effort, and the result, whether good or bad, was totally dependent upon that effort. That really opened my eyes to the fact that, hey, look, you can do anything that you set your mind to in life. So I fell in love with the sport pretty early on in that regard. And I knew that I wanted to push it to the absolute limit, which would be competing and stepping on stage. I didn't have a clue what it would be looking like from a dietary standpoint. So I had no idea that I was going to be following a ketogenic path you know, that far in advance. But uh, I have been doing that for seven years now, and I have no intentions of looking back.
0: So when you say uh, it brought about disordered eating, the first, the first, you know, bro dieting method, Mm -hmm. disordered eating, health issues. What do you mean exactly by disordered eating? Was it obsessive? Uh, What else?
1: Yeah, a little bit of of everything. So I had really bad obsessive compulsive disorder. Uh, that's in tandem with you know my bodybuilding endeavor. So like I had bulked up to two thirty, cut down to one fifty, all within twelve weeks, uh, which is totally wrong. Like I don't recommend anybody do that. but I lost all this weight and got really lean. And then after the show was over, I all the restrictions were off. So I basically just gorged on everything. And then I gained 20 pounds within 48 hours after that first show. And I felt like I had just thrown away everything I had worked so hard over the past 12 weeks to accomplish. And that really started screwing with my head from a, you know, self-discipline standpoint. Um and then I would just fall into this negative feedback loop of binging and purging and binging and purging. And that went on for, for years. And I think it was kind of amplified by a diet high in processed carbohydrates and sugars, in which case your insulin, your, your blood sugars always elevated or dropping. That just wasn't a conducive path for health. Um, so once I stumbled upon keto and just resulted towards more of a whole food, single ingredient quality nutrition standpoint, it really kind of leveled everything off and, I was able to really tap into what a truly healthful diet looked like.
0: Did you ever know when you were doing the bodybuilding and even when you were discovering keto that you were um, going to be an entrepreneur or did you just think you were going to stay in the sport aspect of it?
1: So I've always been passionate about business. I knew I was going to be a business owner of some type in some form of fashion. I, I didn't know that they would be anything related to fitness and nutrition. Like I'd done all the, like I'd try to make money. Making all kinds of different, you know, get rich quick schemes online. Like I tried to do drop shipping on Amazon. I tried to do all these things that you know all these gurus spoke about as being successful, and none of them really panned out. Uh, my my pivotal moment from an entrepreneurial standpoint was when I read Gary Vaynerchuk Gar- Gary Vaynerchuk's cr- book Crush It, uh, and that was basically like, look, double down on your passions, add more value than you take, and just simply live a life around that. And I was passionate about nutrition. I was passionate about fitness and bodybuilding. So I just doubled down on that. And I came to it at the right time because 2015, there wasn't really anything about keto on the market. And then it really started blowing up in 2016 and 17 and 18. And at that point, I was putting out a lot of information. So that really gained a lot of momentum and you know, gave me the credibility that I have today.
0: When did the, coming up with the energy bar, and that's a separate company you have with your wife, is that right?
1: Yeah. So we, when I was doing my 2017 competition prep, uh, that's when I invented the keto brick. I was basically like, you know, I, there's nothing on the market that really is, is what I need from a bodybuilding prep standpoint. I want a high calorie uh, ketogenic macro distribution distribution, Shelf stable food product, and there just wasn't any of those available. So I started formulating these, you know, in the kitchen. And we we made one and it worked. Um, made several and they didn't work, but we made one that did. And I was vlogging my whole prep on YouTube. And so I'd show people what I need every single day. And there was a lot of interest around this brick. People were asking, you know, where do I get this? What's the recipe? How do I buy it? And I just kind of, you know, disregarded it and said, Oh, it's just nothing. to worry about it. Um but then my mom was probably the only one of my only subscribers at the time on YouTube. So like, these people keep asking about this brick. You need to make this into a product. So Crystal, my girlfriend at the time, wife now, we just rolled up our sleeves and went full steam ahead into it, made the food product. It took off. We were selling out like crazy. Um, we kept the production in-house from the very beginning. We lived in a warehouse for three years while we were making this into a business. We just moved to a new location uh, that's twice as big as our prior location and we're just continuing to expand the operation with our employees now.
0: You don't live there anymore.
1: No, no, we have a house now.
0: <laughs> so, so, how does one go from making something in a kitchen to selling it as a product? Uh, what, what is, what is briefly that path?
1: Uh, so it's kind of weird. Like I, in the you know, get money, get rich quick online space, it's all about e-commerce and you know, digital goods and everything. And I always wanted to just be able to make a you know, something on my computer and sell it from anywhere and not have to be stranded to a specific spot. Uh, but now that I've really dug into a physical food product, like I've got a ton of overhead. I got all this warehouse space. I got payroll. Like I got all these things that are, you know, kind of taxing, but I love it um, because I, I'm, I'm creating value and I'm actually building something with my own two hands as opposed to just being a middleman. And I appreciate that. Uh, but as far as like the nuts and bolts of it, you know, we have a Shopify store, uh, which is what a lot of companies that have physical products use. Uh, and then we market it across our different social media channels. Um, and then we have like a, a big commercial kitchen space. So I've got my employees out there right now making these bricks. We make several thousand bricks every single week. And then we send out an email newsletter, uh, to our list saying, Hey, look, these are live, go get them. Um, and they all sell out. So <laughs> life is good.
0: What, um, and so, what would be your advice for somebody? I mean, it sounds like it's, you know, find what were you passionate about at 13, 14 and, you know, and, and following that, what is your advice for somebody? I I think a lot of people who listen, basically they, they might have jobs that they're not loving and they want to have a business built around their passion and a book is part of that process. What would your advice be?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you got to find like your your target audience of people that have a similar interest. I mean, you might be the world's most passionate person about this crazy nuanced thing that nobody even knows about. So it's going to be hard to have a, a legitimate business around that. But there's so many ultra sub niches out there. I mean, you know, I I could build a be- business around van life. You know, it's a super popular hashtag yeah. on Instagram. Like, how to outfit a van to live in that full time? Uh, for me, it's just you know, fitness, nutrition, the ketogenic diet, and natural bodybuilding. That kind of all meshes together to create my special niche. Uh, but I mean, people, what what I've always struggled with is is I've done the corporate thing. I've worked in a corporate job in which people hated what they what they did even once they got to the top of the ladder and they had this work life balance in which you know something may be benefiting but something else is is not i've i've tried to reverse engineer my life like from a perfect day what that looks like going backwards and everything that i do throughout the day is symbiotic in nature so my wife is a huge part of the company we've got a baby on the way the business is flourishing and we're able to like still be very you know, in tune with our endeavors towards fitness and nutrition because it's all part of the business as well. So everything that we do works in tandem to benefit the whole as opposed to distracting from something else. Um, And I feel like once you reverse engineer your life around something that you're super passionate about and other people are passionate about and you find a way to add value to those people and you just simply Mm -hmm. prioritize adding as much value as possible, it can lead to a very successful business.
0: That's amazing. What um, do you, would you say your book has anything for people outside that target niche uh, could somebody who's just interested in keto but not interested in bodybuilding glean something
1: yeah totally I mean of all the clients I've had over the years a very small percentage of them are actual competitors stepping on stage most of them are just you know members of the general population that want to you know become fat adapted become keto adapted lose extra body fat and get healthy and the principles that I use as a Competitive bodybuilder, the exact same principles that I would put for someone that's just wanting to get healthy. It's just taken to a farther extreme, but the, the underlying concepts are the exact same.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, this is wonderful. Um, I think you're fantastic. Um, if there are people who want to find you, get the book. Where is the best place? You know, you're all over online. But <laughs> what's the best place to find you?
1: Uh, yeah, so All Things Me is KetoSavage.com. The book will have its own unique website at keto uh, KetogenicBodyBuilding.com and, and the, the bricks are KetoBrick.com.
0: Robert, thank you so, so much. And y'all, thank you for listening as ever. I will talk to you next week. Thanks for joining me this week on Entrepreneur Publishing Academy with Anna David. For more info about the show, go to academy where you can get links to show notes and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, and all the other places. Speaking of those places, if you got anything out of this show, I can't tell you how much I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. And please don't forget you can tell an author or entrepreneur friend about the show. Another forget-me-not, my company Legacy Launchpad Publishing is available to help industry leaders and those with stories to share at any stage in their publishing journeys, whether that's writing, editing, or publishing, just go to LegacyLaunchpadPub.com to find out more. And be sure to tune in next week for, Bull well, next week's episode. You know, if you subscribe, you never have to worry about missing one.